We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, what is going on? How you doing? Welcome to Talking Buffalo Podcast, part of the Blue Wire Network. Typically, we do Tuesday, Friday. Today is Wednesday, so one day late. Apologize. I had a couple things going on, but anyway, thank you very much, as always, for locking in. I am Patrick Moran. Today, I'm joined by a recurring guest. I don't like calling you a friend, and I don't like calling you an enemy. You're you're a legitimate. I mean, the word frenemy gets thrown around all the time, but I feel like, for real, that's what you and I are. My, my, my man, Joe, at Buffalo Wins. I'd say Twitter. so, yeah. Frenemies. I mean, our yeah, our Facebook chats are our own private Facebook yeah. conversations, which are very animated, and we don't need to share those. Those are mugs ourselves. Yeah, if you if you think Twitter's bad, like the Facebook, like we could get each other canceled, probably. Sometimes probably. I forget though. Yeah, like, on the you know, with this podcast, sometimes I forget how small Twitter really is in the grand scheme of things. Like people are listening, maybe a couple dozen people at most, or, or who if they're watching or, or listening, they actually know what the hell we're talking about because either they're not on Twitter or they don't follow us or they're not paying attention or whatever, but it's been a very uh, spicy. What is today? So we're taping this on Tuesday, right? For a Wednesday drop. So it's Tuesday. Yes, Tuesday. Yes. It's been a spicy Tuesday on Twitter. Uh, I guess. Oh, it's, it's, it's only spicy between you and I. That's or on my end. I, I was, um, I was off for most of this weekend because I was, it was my wife's birthday. So we, Rented a house and uh, did a barbecue, which I had to cook at, which was kind of stressful. We, I'm not, I'm not much of a griller cook. I mean, I, I used to work at a pizza, which I've talked about before, but I don't cook all that often. So we were, we rented a house this weekend with a pool, and we had her friends over. And I all seen a we, couple of your pictures. You had you put yeah. you put some stuff on Facebook. It looked fun. Yeah, yeah, and like all the week, like a couple weeks into it, I was like, make sure the grill works because I'm going to be barbecuing and grilling. And we get there, and the grill doesn't work, and I'm like, shit. And luckily, I brought my air fryer in case of an emergency. So I had an air fryer, and then the house had an air fryer, so I had to cook use both of them, but everyone seemed to like it. And with that being said, I have no idea. I, I saw that Josh Allen got into a, a training camp fight last week or something. Was that was that a big deal or was no. that just bullshit? No. It, it was fun. It was more fun than anything. I ended with Jordan Phillips and yeah. It was just one of those moment things and then it was done with. There was never anything serious. The guys were joking about it afterwards. In fact, before practice today they kind of reenacted it a little bit playfully. Um Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's always, there's always something to talk about. And speaking of, I mean, look, so there's a lot of various things. This is kind of like a hodgepodge episode because 
I got a lot of different things that I want to try to get to today. And again, I'm in a, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm in kind of a mood. And I put you in a bad, I put you in a bad mood. Me and Bree put you in a bad mood. You and Bree, you and Bree, two thirds of a future stable. Like I said, all you got to do is get our friend Tone Pucks back on Twitter. And then the three, you can make your own stable. Yeah. And you guys could just follow my Twitter and go after everything I say. But, you know, Bree, <laughs> I, I love the dude. All right, man. I, I really do. And again, I don't want to get too far off of being a bad there because people, most people, don't even know what the hell I am talking about. But anyway, that's put me in a spicy mood. Just a lot of shit going on. It's got nothing really to do with this podcast or sports, just life stuff. Anyway, I, when you ever have you on the podcast, it's interesting because again, and I, and I said this and I mean it, we are friends and we're also not enemies, but we're adversaries, so to speak. I kind of like the fact, because a lot of, there are people who will say, well, you know, you just fight with somebody while you're on your podcast when you're fighting with them. Well, I don't need to have somebody on my podcast that I agree with. I don't need to have somebody on my podcast that everybody who's on social media agrees with or likes. You are a, I've said this before, and I don't know if I'm embarrassing you or going to make you blush or whatever have you, but I've known you for a long time on social media and we've met in person a handful of times where I consider us friends in real life. And we are different. You're different on social media than you are in person, I think. I think you're different on Twitter than you are, like, say, for an example, on this podcast. Mm, I would you say are. maybe different on the podcast and Twitter, I guess. I don't know. Like, it's a, it, look, everything everything on Twitter has always been it's 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 turning up the notch a hundred times. Like, you even do. if you're an asshole, I, but I think everyone is. I think people who are probably perceived as dicks on Twitter, you meet them in real life, they're fine or, and except yeah. I just think it's it's just a void that things get amplified. So that's fair. But yeah, I'll, let's well, yeah, you know, I, I never you know, know what I'm going to get when I have you on the show. That's kind of what that was my long winded well, uh, way I'm of saying. The, I don't I'm, know how this is going to go. I'm always I'm always try to be self aware of what I state. I don't come on here to talk about the third string safety because I don't think anyone cares about the third string safety, and I don't think anyone. Uh, really, your typical Bills fan, this is what you and I were arguing about on Twitter today, knows who the third string safety is, a six-rounder from last year. I already forgot his name. Ken Hamlin or Hamilton? Demar Hamlin. Know. We will talk Hamlin. about him. And again, yeah. this is where we disagree. I agree with you that people don't, nor should they know a lot about him. But people know who he is. They know he's on the roster. And this has to do with Jordan Poyer getting hurt, which we are going to talk about today. Sure. Uh, a couple other Bills camp things I do want to talk about. I want to talk about Deshaun Watson. Um, just, this has been a crazy, forget about a week. This has been a crazy two days with yeah. the NFL, Deshaun Watson that comes down on Monday. Um, today, again, we're taping this on Tuesday. Um, Steven Ross, a dolphins owner and all kinds of shit with the league. Uh, I want to talk about that. We got a little bit of, uh, I don't want to call it media, media crime, but some sports media stuff locally a between fan site versus media crime or whatever yeah, yeah. fan site versus mainstream media if I, you know. yeah i got some we'll, takes on that we'll, we'll, uh, and we'll we'll go down that we'll go down that aisle man again i am not afraid to uh really discuss much of much you're scared style. you're gonna have me you're gonna you i'm like the paul Heyman. i talk shit and you're just like i'm away from this guy and then i'm the one that takes the light let's start there that's what let's I start there all right, so, sure. Let's let's refresh for people, and I'll do this as best as I can. And I don't have the exact quotes and tweets in front of me, nor do I have the ability right now to pull them up. But here's the long, a long story short: many fans, Bills fans, whether you listen to this podcast or not, whether you're on social media, a, a lot of people know Cover One. It is a 
Buffalo Bills podcast run by Buffalo Bills fans, a, a bunch of them. Thad Brown is a reporter in Rochester, a Buffalo Bills beat reporter in Rochester. Buffalo people are very familiar with him because he does a lot of the TV stuff locally too on Channel 4 during the season. So, you know, he, he's a face and a name that a lot of Bills fans who watch TV, especially who will uh, recognize. Anyway, I don't know him, and maybe you can even break this down a little bit more than I could, but basically it was something about filming and Thad had a compliment. You know, I almost feel like you want to pull up this tweet. I don't want to misrepresent what was said. I can tell you what happened. So a, a, a Vikings reporter or someone, a Vikings fan or something. Mm -hmm. had I'm going to work out pulling it up while you're speaking. Go ahead. Yeah. So a Vikings fan or a media person, I, I don't know, someone with the Vikings had posted a photo where the Vikings had put up at their training camp a video that said like a screen, it's a full screen that said, hey, don't, you know, Vikings fans don't film our session because you're helping the other team out basically like a like the opposing team that was a sign that, from the stadium or, or yes. their campsite actually yeah i remember yes. that okay from their camp thad had responded and said something along the lines of like you know i i basically he stated that there's a, a fan website that does this all day that they record stuff from the stands and then they do like all 22 reviews and he said like the bills must be livid because the Vikings are trying to stop this in terms of fans videotaping, you know, people on, uh, you know, videotaping football players practicing or whatever. And, and then everyone kind of got a little bit ticked off because he, he said fan site and that could be viewed as a knock, which we can get into. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, there's a lot of different variables to this like discussion on that. But like, and the one thing I talked to Thad like on Twitter, just via, you know, adding him or whatever was, I personally think, like, first off, I, I think it's really kind of lame for, like, the Vikings to be like, don't film any of this or any any of these open practices because it's, like, it's an open practice. Like, I could work for the Patriots and be a scout and just go to an open practice for the Bills to go watch what they do, take copious notes. And, yeah, I guess you could say, like, well, doing video is different than if you're taking notes. Before, before, always, before, before you sure. continue with your take, I want to actually, I don't want to misrepresent anything. Go ahead. Yeah. So yeah. let me just read. I, I was looking while you were talking, you were right about the, the Vikings fans. Um, there was a sign for Vikings fans saying, don't help the opponent, you know, by, by taking video. And then Thad responded. And this was his actual tweet. He said, generally, I agree, but we have a fan site up here called cover one that's been posting full practice breakdowns with tons of pictures. Feel free to search them. The bills have to be livid. That's the point at the end that he said yeah. that kind of really set everyone else, you know, a, a, little a bit bunch of, of people yeah. from going. But that was and the exact tweet that that had. Sure. And thanks for putting that into context, what I was bab babbling about. And, you know, I personally think, and this kind of goes into a different topic, is I think training camp for all intents and purposes is a waste. It is a glorified workout. You shouldn't read anything into anything because I think the bills and all these teams that have open practices. They are out there not to get hurt. They come out there and they're just like, hey, we're just tossing the football around. We're going to see some guys. They're going to run Tecmo Super Bowl 1989 playbook plays. Because yeah, but there's things they can't do. The, the media is not allowed to, to report on sure. certain things. They're not allowed well, to take any video or certain yes, video. And, we, and, that's, and that okay. we can get into. And that is a different mm -hmm. subject, which we'll get into. But, like, for me personally, like, I don't know why the Vikings or any teams would be that concerned. 
because I I tend to think that's what most training camp pub, to the public are are open to. Like, hey, what the hell? Like, we're you know, it's just a glorified workout. Now, to your point, if a media person is kind of pissed off because they can't video, t- and I don't know how the rule is anymore because last the last two years, this was not training camp was not open to the public, so the Bills beat guys could not say who was lined up on the first team offense or any of that. That was what they right. couldn't do. But they could say, like, someone had a really good game, you know, right. hey, like, this player. So, like, I think that kind of throws it out because I think that I, – I could be wrong. I think the media, because it's open to the practice, can't say who who was running with the first team and who was running through the second team. Because it's pretty stupid if they can't when it's, it's public. It's public. Yeah, but they some, can – I don't want to speak too much on it. I know there's, I still know they do. They do have certain protocols that they cannot report about, but yeah, who's running with the first and second team. I, I don't think that's one of them. I think they are allowed to. That was last year. I that. know that the last couple of years, they couldn't do that, but you know, for the most part, I just feel like it's, they have a gripe. If they're, if Thad's purpose, or I don't know if he was reading into this all, was like, Hey, this sucks that I can't video or examine the footage and like say like doing X's and O's things. I I, I don't know. I, I I blocked my cover one, so I don't know what sort of video stuff they're doing. But if he has a point, like why can these guys who have a website videotape this practice and I can't and like do analysis? That's he's saying that's bullshit. Which I kind of agree with him that like you should be like they're getting away with it and they can't. And Greg Thompson, who's like their second in command, at cover one. He's basically diplomatically said like, yeah, we're taking advantage of us. Not getting not having credentials. Yeah, because yeah. they could do whatever the hell they want. And they're right, you know, in terms of that. So, you know, I, I think it's 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 one of those things where I, I don't I think most of these practices are vanilla. I don't think that a lot of these I don't think the bills are like livid in terms of like how can all these fans be videotaping our stuff? Like if they if that was the case, they would just put up a video wall that says don't videotape. They would do the same thing as the Vikings are doing. Where it's just like, hey, don't videotape our plays or whatever, you know. And I think they they have it to where a lot of these teams just these practices are all bullshit. They're just they're just running the they're just be in the shape, don't get hurt. Because if it was real, Pat, they would definitely not have them open to the public. They have that's why they have them mixed up. Like some of them, like some days, it's not open to the public. So I'm sure the ones when they're not open to the public, they're working on legit shit. Whereas this is just like glorified like i said techmo super bowl plays from 89 kind of thing so i it just it, it feels like i i don't like the video portion of it, it's like whatever like it, i think it's vanilla and if you are a media person and you do kind of are annoyed that another outlet is like taking this stuff and can do it themselves and you can't i can understand the gripe but i i'm not sure if that was what Thad's point was. I think he was more of a line along the lines of like this is pissing off the bill. Right. And I haven't t- and I have not talked to Thad. So I I don't want to give context to something that he said that he may or may not have meant or how he meant to say it. I interpreted it as the way he said it to me, I don't think he was necessarily saying it. I don't in fact not necessarily. I don't think he was saying it with any malice towards cover one. But at the same token, there's a lot of people out there, fans and People like Cover One, people, podcasts and bloggers who feel like people in the mainstream media kind of big time them a little bit. You accuse me all the time. I think you're joking anyway of, of trying to big time you. In fact, you might have said that during one of our various uh, arguments today. It could be interpreted that way. And I actually don't agree with you about one other thing, too. I do think 
The Bills do not want that, but I don't know what they could do. But to your point, I don't think too much is really done at these open public practices as well. Yeah, I and just don't think they're running. A lot of people, the, a lot of the mentions from social media suggested from fans that it felt like that was taking kind of a cheap shot at cover one. So, you guys ain't two shit. things. That's, that's the way the, it could come f- across. And, it, and it's because of the fan site comment. Two things. One. I don't necessarily think calling someone a fan site is a derogatory term, especially if you are fans of the team. Now, cover one, I agree. all those guys say that they're they're fans. They're fucking rooting for the team. It is so a fan site. Fans. This it's is a, a fan podcast. Yeah, and you could say it's a fan site. Like I don't think I don't think, you know, and there are websites maybe that are more objective. Like I think of Expected Buffalo with Chad Dominicis and the mustache guy Anthony. Uh they don't they don't, I don't view them too much as a fan pod fan website because I don't ever see them really they don't I act like wrong. fans, but they are they don't, fans. They're, yeah, I guess I never see them well, rooting for the sabers. Okay, they're well, fans. I never see them rooting for the sabers, so I could be wrong, maybe they are, but whatever. Like you're wrong. I don't yeah. I, I don't well no, I never seen that. Go fucking look at Chad's messages he or his tweets. Is he cheering for the Kevin Adams when they sign someone? You know, like Aaron Quinn I agree is with, I, don't I, think he, I know where I don't you're think going. He does. You're right, he's objective. He could. They cover the team objective, objectively. I don't think. Yeah, I, I don't think of them as no question about that. Like, man, I love like, those. Guys, I feel. Sure. Yeah, and I feel you and I are more fans of the teams than than Chad or Mustache Manalytics guy is. And I only say that because I, I like Anthony. I make fun of him. Yeah. Uh, but like they don't, they don't strike me as like super fans. And again, I could be wrong. I'm not going to pretend I have them up on Twitter every day. So mm-hmm. I don't think that of that is is an insult as a fan site. The other thing too is this. And look, I'm not. Tr- you know me. I don't fucking. I don't like anyone in the media except like three and a half people. Um, maybe this, two, that's maybe. not a lie, by the way. He's he, yeah. that's that's not an angle. That's not a that's not a work. That's that's a shoot right there. Yeah, just a shoot over here. Thad Brown. I've never ever seen him shit on bloggers before. I, I could be uh, on Twitter. I've never seen. I've seen other people like do it. And look, he could be in the in the break room saying like these fucking basement people. Fuck them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he could be doing all that stuff. I've never seen him on Twitter do that before. Me neither. So maybe he didn't mean that as a slate. Now, on the other side of the coin, look, I get it when you're a blogger and, like, you you, you feel like the, the, the siren goes on. You're like, oh, these these mainstream people are coming after us. Like, let's, like, ban on the hatches and, like, go to war. And I get that. And cover one, especially Eric, has been guilty of that. Whenever he feels like he's being oppressed, he goes to town and I, I can bring up the, the – Buffalo Rumblings podcaster that he jettisoned into the abyss because of things that I won't get into. But like, he has a little bit of thin skin, and if he hears this, you do, buddy. Sorry, but and like you know, and I don't and like to, to just go and like be like, oh, it's this this mainstream media thing. I don't know. I I didn't take the same fan site as being this negative thing towards them. I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe I, I think I, it was more. I, I don't about, think you're I wrong. Think, I I think Thad's comment was more about. The, the as you said, like him thinking, which I don't really agree that the Bills are pissed off about people taking videos for competitive advantages. If the Bills are pissed off, and this is a different topic or discussion about like copyright and having to like video, because you know, a lot of people may not know this, but like a lot of the affiliates when they're video recording Bills highlights or training camp highlights, they have to pay the Bills to like air that sort of stuff. You know what I mean? When you air it on the local news, that's why sometimes if you watch the local news in Buffalo, the highlight package is like two, three minutes long. It's not even that long. We're back when we were younger, you'd have like a 10 minute cut. You can't do that now because like the bills will like, you got to pay them. And sometimes they're like, we don't have enough money. So that's the only way I could see the bills being livid. If it's like a copyright, like 
they're videotaping our practice and posting it on their website and that's illegal because we have copyright logo, whatever, all that sort of that sort of stuff. That's the only thing I could see them being legit annoyed at. Uh, but the bills are kind of weird and they, they can be a little petty. I mean, at least I've heard stories that are petty. But. Uh, let, let me say this. And again, I don't speak for other people that I, when I don't know, and especially if I haven't talked to them, I don't think, I don't think, uh, Fed tweeted that with intentional disrespect to cover one by calling him a fan site. I do agree with you hundred percent with that. Um, I've never seen him big time or talk down the blogs before he's done this podcast. He's done, he's done other people's podcasts as well. He's a accessible guy. Um, I, I do think he could have worded that differently because it could be interpreted as a backhanded compliment. And it was interpreted as a backhanded compliment. I don't think that necessarily meant it as a backhanded compliment by calling him a fan site. And on the other side, so, and the other side of the fence show, and I might just use cover one. Well, I actually will use it for this point. And by the way, you're, and so this is clear to everyone out there. Joe has his opinions about people. They don't represent mine. My opinions don't represent his. He's more than entitled to, to have an opinion about anybody, whether it's somebody from one of these blogs, podcasters, sports media, athletes, whoever. Those are your opinions. I don't have to agree with them. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Anyway, I just want to make sure that was clear. I will say this, and, and I tweeted this. Um, people who are who took that as an insult, I think, Maybe they shouldn't have taken it as an insult, but if the premise is because we, there are people, not that, but there are people in the sports media and even on the local end beyond the bills who do treat podcasters or fan sites, if that's what we're going to call them, like fire inferior, like you shouldn't have an opinion. You shouldn't be doing this. You don't have, you know, nobody cares what you think. There are people out there like that. And I'm going to say this and I said it on Twitter and I'm going to say it again right here. Cover one to me, and, and unlike you, who admits it, you don't follow many of the, of the blogs and the podcasts, I do. And I'm going to tell you right now, the job that Cover One does, I think is as good as anybody in the sports media, period. And I'm not just talking about rumblings or fanatics or or any of those guys. I, I mean, I'm talking the athletic, I'm talking the Buffalo News, I'm talking anybody, WGR, period. Cover One is more extensive and thorough or as extensive and thorough as literally anybody. The film room stuff that they do is second to none. And nobody else does it. And by the way, it's not just a couple no-name guys talking and breaking down some film and nobody knows. Isaiah McKenzie was just on their show last week. Eric Wood's been on their show recently. Um, Mitch Morris was just on their show a couple weeks ago. And these are, these are active players on the team, good players on the team who are coming on and doing their show. That tells you that it's not a shit show. They are breaking down film and doing things and explaining things that no one else is doing. I'm not doing it. Nobody else is doing it. A lot of good people have good insight on the team. They can write. They can talk about the team, make good videos. I ain't seeing no one doing what Cover One's doing. That, that, that was my only point that I took to on Twitter. So whether you want to call them a fan site or Rumblings, this, or Sabres Nation, Die by the Blade, whatever it may be, you could call that a fan site because I, to maybe a fan site to somebody is, if you're not mainstream media, if you're not an outlet, then I guess you're a fan site because there are fans. And I don't think they try to cover up being fans either. I do think there's some objectivity, though. I, I Again, and I'm not kissing cover one's ass. Okay. You're kissing their ass. No, no, I'm not because I, no, because I get it's annoyed. Right. Look, Aaron Quinn's a very good friend of mine. I, I get annoyed sometimes how I feel like they're being a little too positive about the team when there's shit to not be positive about, which over the last couple of years ain't too much because they've been good. But I think they're objective. But yeah, they're fans. 
I get it. You know, words you're not supposed to be a fan. If you cover the team for a living, you're not supposed to be a fan, which I don't buy that. I don't, I mean, you're not supposed to be, but I don't buy that they're not. A lot you of think, these outlets, think, a lot of these people. I, you mean like the main, the people who are on the beat, like covering their press? I think they want, I'm not necessarily, they're not like rah, 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 whoo, go Bills, like that, but they want the Bills to be good. They want the Bills to win because it's good for business. I'd be the same way too, for the record. I think it's a different market and a different. I don't time. know if they're. I don't know if the bills being good is good for business. If you're an outlet, I mean, because negativity does sell. I'm not gonna lie. I read. Yeah, I read or it more, be horrible. Or yeah. read, I read more when it's ter- when they're terrible because I'm like yeah. want to like because you want to be good. I, they're and good. I already know why they're good. Yeah, yeah they I want. Guess it's good for fans. And I think that matters. But anyway, that I don't want to get off too off topic of where we're trying to go with this yeah. conversation. I mean, I think I, I yeah, and look, I, I think. At the end of the day, I don't know Thad very well. I don't know if, if it was Mike Harrington calling it a fan site, I would probably be like, all right, I Mike has a a a history of taking a dump on blogs. So it's like, okay, absolutely he's, he's doing, he does. And I love doing, Mike, but he does. Yeah, sure. Yes. And where Thad, I don't think he does. Um no. I you know, it's it's it was I it was I was kind of off Twitter a little bit that day. Like I said, when that whole shit came down, I kind of have a compliment a comment on it. And yeah, it was just um it, again, if you're a reporter and you really want to use your own footage to like do a, an all 22 film session and you can see cover ones doing that, I would be annoyed. If, if But at the same time, <laughs> it's training camp and half the con 90 percent of the content that's out there. A lot of it's bullshit. I mean, we're talking about turkey burgers or dorm yeah, but this, fucking but sizes. Film, exactly. but I, I'm, 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 I'm only saying that in like if you have access to the film of training camp is are the bills beat guys going to really dissect that or are they they're not they're not breaking there? down they haven't they're not but they're not breaking down training camp film they're breaking yeah, down so, film from last year i don't know why training camp film is even really brought up by anything because that's got nothing to do with it and i don't know maybe maybe the mainstream media because dad's got to work for a living you know he's got a He's a sportscaster. He's a beat reporter. Maybe he doesn't have time to sit there because it the hours it takes to put film together. I don't know if they can or if they can, and I don't want to speak to uh, pretending like I, I mean do. you. I don't. I'm I mean, just you, telling you, dude. Cover one if if you're a Bills fan and you want to watch film and you want to learn the uh, the nuances of play calling well, and some well, of these things. What? No I one can't. does it better. Come on, I'm, gonna, I'm you know you keep putting them over. I'm not going to put them over because I can't. I'm blocked by them for no reason. I no reason. No reason, dude. I <laughs> okay. know that they've blocked them. Eric has blocked a lot of people who, uh, you know, share different opinions on a lot of different things. He's, I'm one of them. So yeah, I, I'm i assuming it's good stuff. It. I mean, I, you say it's good stuff. I can't read it because all of their stuff goes on their Twitter, their Twitter handle. And I can't, and I don't have enough burners to go you and like, okay, that's fair. And, and again, hey, my point, I would say this to that. I would say this to Sal. I still like, I still like Aaron and Greg. One I like very you guys. Good job. Huh? Yeah, I like Aaron and Greg. They, I got I got no qualms with them, but uh, I like the term we use. We always end up having wrestling terms on this podcast. I already said something about something being a shoot. You're talking about putting people over. I like yeah, to put everybody was, over. Joe likes to call oh me a God. panderer. Panderer over this here. Worst panderer in the. the I, I, how badly? <laughs> admit it, dude. You got to admit all this training camp stuff is terrible. You have to admit this content is terrible. All most of it, is of it bad. it's bad, and you know it's stories. all it is. It, Distractions for us it's just not a lot. There's not as many. There's not an everyday. There's not an everyday big story to come out of camp. I agree, but there are some developments that do become stories that I think are worth uh monitoring. In fact, you know what? Let's. I got yeah. Two Jordan Poyer, go to you. Want no, to no, 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 no. That's an injury. Oh, yeah, that, okay. That's news. Okay. Before that, though, sure. and just and again, I mean, you you admittedly aren't paying any attention and don't give a shit right now. You say you when the game nope. start, that's when you care. That's fine, by the way. That's fair. 
that's not a bad thing. That's just your take, and you don't give a shit about camp. I get it. That's, but there's two things right now that I've noticed from from following camp daily, which I and I will be there tomorrow. By the way, um, Isaiah McKenzie's having a very good camp by all accounts early on. Whether it's fans in the stands, whether it's media covering the team and talking to coaches and talking to him afterwards, Isaiah McKenzie's looked really, really good. Um, Jameson Crowder has not had a full practice yet. Um, it's seemingly it's a big advantage for Isaiah McKenzie. He looks very poised to have a, a bigger, much bigger role on this team this year. That's the way it's looking right now. I think that's a significant story. And then um, the rookie, Kyrie Lamb, is, is having a very, I don't want to say a great camp, but he's having a very active camp. I mean, he's going against Stefan Diggs, battling him at practice every day, um, spending plenty of time covering Gabriel Davis. Coaches are raving about him. Stefan's raving about him, how, how he's learning every single day. And this, to me, is a kid who's got, a lot to prove because if I'm being be completely honest, going back to last year's draft or last uh, spring's draft, I didn't want him. And there were other corners I wanted. I wanted Roger McCreary. He ended up going to uh, Tennessee like a dozen picks later, like Kyler Gordon. He went to Chicago. And then uh, Andrew Booth Jr. went to Minnesota like 19 picks after him. So Elam is going to have a significant role very likely from week one because Trey White may not be back. And even if he is, Elam still might start. He's going to be battling Dane Jackson, but he's going to have a role. My point was, so I'm paying a lot of attention to how he's looking at camp because I do think that matters. I agree with your premise, though. Like, a lot of these stories don't matter too here's, much, but like here's, some of them do, and those are a couple of them. Here's my issue. It's, okay, I, I'll tell you this. Within, like, it, camp has been open for nine days. I've seen one reporter, the, the, the kid that they drafted, Kier, or the, the wide Elam. receiver. Oh, no, no the, the wide receiver, Shakir. Khalil Shakir. Shakir. I saw within a week, I saw one Bills reporter say Shakir was going to was gonna challenge Crowder for the third spot based off of practice without pads. Mm-hmm. And a week later, Thad Brown said, like, oh, this is the first time I've seen him. He's destined for the practice squad. You're wrong, but it's hot. my fault you're wrong. It's not your, Why is it wrong? It's not your oh, fault. It wasn't, it's my it fault. What he happened? was talking – Christian Bedford broke up a pass and – Dad wrote something or tweeted something, and he said he's destined for the practice squad. I thought he meant. Uh, oh, he meant Shakir. Bedford. Okay, well, and I, you saw my tweet. All right. So that's you're what right. I, that's what I took you're it. Not, at. I was like, you're wrong, wait, but it's like, my fault. Old? You're wrong. Okay, it's my I, fault. So I, I'll take a little. It's your fault, but that, I have seen this. Fault. This happens a lot, mm-hmm. where like it's like this guy's making a run. For, like I've seen, I've seen about twenty different wide receivers allegedly are going to make the Bills team if we're going. We're judging every by year Bills Twitter. Every year, all these 20 wide receivers are going to make it. But Brandon Riley, he's got to make the two. He's going to make the tweet. Drew Haddad, he's going to make the team. All these guys are going to make the team off these like one week of a, of a practice without pads. And I can't Agreed. buy any of that. And I, and I, I kind of laugh at all that stuff. And I've tried really to be a little bit more, you know, I'm, I don't want to be, I don't want to be attached to Twitter during August because I hate the content that comes out in training camp. It is my least favorite time of the content year. And you and I always bicker. No, it's not. The combine's your least favorite time. No, this is this is my least. This Even is worse? way worse. Worse. Because we're talking about guys who are going to be bagging groceries. No one knows shit because when you watch a preseason game, they're doing vanilla plays. I have seen I have seen enough players from Nate Peterman to Aaron Maben to James Hardy who had really good preseasons and training camps, and then they bombed. And that's why I that's why I'm such a cynic when it comes to that because I remember all of these moments where Player X was going to be good because he had a really good workout in shorts and without pads and I just go this is bullshit I'm not I'm not falling into the trap 
I think if you take a lot of the media people and you get them, you took them on the golf course because that's where they're off, they're at all the time, and you go, hey, buddy, I, w- I really want to know. Do you really think what you're saying about the Bills players and training camp is real? Like, is this guy going to really b- make a run in the, the seventh string center? It, no, they're going to be like, no. I'm. Ju- they're just doing all this shit because it's like a distraction. Be- because because everything that has been talked about, the Bills' weaknesses, the Bills' strength, has been redone over and over and over and over again since March. Every and so it, it like you need new things to talk about. So what are you going to talk about? The battle for the third string center. Great, awesome. That's why. I, and I think they know it's bullshit. And I think they're you know there's only been one player, and I have a good recall. I like that's the one thing I can always bring to the table. Except the for last play- year's six round rookie draft pick. But besides, yeah, that- no one remembers that except you and a couple of dorks. Um, the, the only, the, the only guy I can remember who was not like a first or second rounder who came out of nowhere and did a really good training camp as, as a young rookie was Gabriel Davis. That's the only guy I remember. Like everyone was saying, this guy's catching everything. He looks great. And I, I was a cynic. I was like, well, whatever. He's, he's no different than James Hardy probably, or whatever. I'm, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until he plays real games. And he was pretty good as a rookie. Like, but a lot of times it's just like, they, it's just, it, don't buy into like, my my thing is this: If you want to watch, if you want to listen to, to listen, read all this training camp coverage about guys who are like on the fringe roster, like the second stringers, you know, if you want to do it because you're like, hey, people like to listen to football content, I get that, but don't don't bite into like this guy's gonna make the team based off of one week of practice. That's stupid. You're that's dumb. You the the guy that's gonna end up making the roster who you've never really heard of until like within the last couple of months is gonna be the guy who's good at special teams. That's going to be that 45 to 53 man roster. It's going to be the guy who can make tackles on special teams. That's how it's always been. That's that's how it's always been. It's like Brandon Riley never made the freaking team, even though he led the team in preseason catches because he couldn't play special teams. Like that's always going to be how it is. And training this is camp, my least favorite. Training camp is nothing. Training camp means very little besides getting in the shape on the field for yeah. 40 to 45 players. I agree with that. Training camp means everything for. 25 to 30 players who are either trying to fight for a couple of roster spots That's or, or a practice yeah. squad now that is far bigger than it was in past years. Now the practice squad is bigger and film for around the league. I say that from personal experience, just being friends with Damone Harris, uh, the Buffalo kid, the time of graduate, I'm, I'm very close to him. He's with Houston. Now he's played with Tampa. He's played with Kansas city. He's always been one of those fringe guys. And sure. He would just, and I talk to him often about, you know, practice and training camp and stuff like that. For some of those guys, it's everything. Every rep is everything. And it's not even on the field too. It's in the film room, knowing, you know, certain formations and stuff like that. It means a lot to people, but as a Bills fan, and if you're looking to say, who's going to help my team right now, not who's going to be on the bottom of the roster, who's going to be on the practice squad, or who's going to get an opportunity on another team, even if they get cut, because they look good in camp. From that perspective, I do agree with you. There's not many things that are going to be decided in camp that you're going to see on week one come, you know, Sunday week. Yeah, I agree like, with you on I, that. Yeah, it's just, it's just all, it's, it's just kind of a waste. I mean, it's, and then. It's a you business, know, it's, it's just, entertainment though. Yeah, it's entertainment, but like, don't, I wish like any person who's in the content game, don't, don't jump the shark in terms of being like, this guy's going to make the club after one week. Okay, like, like, Shakir's not going to make, he's not going to be know. on the one three. Why, people, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. And I'm not even be I'm not like being combative with you to be combative because that's so corny and cliche. But 
Are you seeing a lot? I'm not, but maybe I'm not looking for that. Are you? I you don't got any specifics. Are you seeing plenty of you think, <laughs> Nick Gary? <you> know. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Nick Gary. Yeah, uh, but like, yes, <laughs> a little bit of that. Sorry, I love Nate. I, I don't love him, but like, I've I've gone out with him. He's a nice guy, but like, yeah, Nate's he, a good dude. He has a little bit of like, I'm gonna like. He's a knee jerk reactor. I he's am a knee jerk. He's a so knee jerk reaction to like, so a lot. Of, and it's just like, wait till I go to camp. I'm going to camp Thursday. I'm probably gonna have 25 takes based on. Uh, Oh Based God! I want you all day. I'm muting you all day. Uh, I, by the I, way, good chef. If you want to talk about Jordan Poyer real quick, Schefter just said he's out for a couple of weeks on Twitter. Is he? We'll but be back. Should. In fact, perfect. He'll be perfect back segue. for the regular season. I want to take a, a real quick break, and then we'll be back on the other side. I do want to talk about Jordan Poyer and and some other stuff. Like I said, Deshaun Watson, Miami Dolphins as well. Be right back after this break. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. All right, I am back with Joe at Buffalo Wins on Twitter. Yeah, so the big news, practice Tuesday. Actually, the big news for the Bills, if there is a story to come out of camp that means something at all, besides, like I said, I think Isaiah McKenzie is a worthy story, and I think how Elam looks is a worthy story. Besides that, the only thing that I think really matters right now is health. And the Bills have, um, well, now twice they've avoided big catastrophe catastrophe injuries with both their safeties. But before that, the offensive line has been banged up. Bobby Hart will start at guard at practice on Tuesday. Um, Ryan Bates has not been practicing. Uh, 
the Roger Saffold, their 34 year old starting left guard that they just signed a free agency, got in a car accident a couple weeks ago. He's got cracked ribs. He hopefully is going to be ready for for the season opener. Dan Dawkins has missed some some personal time. Spencer Brown's been recovering for some things. The offensive line right now is looking really, really thin. So it's a good time for depth to, to, to see what you got, which quite frankly, if I think, it, and I talked about this with Yurden last week, and um, I think if there's a, a weakness in the Bills, which is probably like that with most teams around the league, offensive line depth, I don't think it's very good. And, and corner depth, oh, so you, if, you, if Trey have- White is out, that's not very good either. Hmm? Yeah, but anyway, that's a story. But Jordan Boyer went down today. And you saw, I, don't, I think you saw, a lot of people saw the video. Um, there were a couple of videos thrown out there. He looked in a lot of pain. I mean, he was walking around bad. And they said at MR, I was required. And we're taping this late in the afternoon. So you, you actually just broke this. I didn't even know until you just said it. But Adam Schefter is staying a couple of weeks. That's the case. That's that's realistically speaking, that's the best case scenario right there. Because it looked like that could be something that was like dislocated or even fractured that elbow which could have been in 10-week, 12-week injury, even longer. So good I news for both days on that I would front. love it. Let me just say this. I would love it if one forward-thinking coach would just decide, you know what? We don't need training camp. We're going to work our starters once a week, and the rest is going to be your boy Hamilton. And, I tweeted and that today. I wish, I, it like, was I wish, I wish it was someone away. would do that and just say, the hell with this. Like, what do you Too need many guys are competing, for? though. They, they got to they get those reps. I I, I, I want to agree with you. I feel the same I way. Just, I just, not the whole team, but like you're like Jordan Poyer, Hyde. Why is Jordan Poyer even practicing? The guy's a veteran. He knows this defense. He's been here for 100 times. And I said this before. Like, I'm glad he's fine. But, like, this dude's trying to get a contract extension. Like, what if he, he dislocated his elbow and he was out for the year? Goodbye contract extension. You're not going to get that. Yeah, you, you know, got to get that money. Like, yeah, and you got to get that money. And I would be, I, I would feel bad for the guy, you know, Me and, too. like, he's you know, in player. terms of that. Yeah, he's a great player. Great players don't have to practice. Like, why? Why is, You don't have to practice all the time. Do, like, the last week or two of the of the, of the training camp. Do you make a hide? You know, and, those and guys, this was like, a contact injury from what I heard today at camp. Um, he, he collided with our, he hit um, James Cook, the rookie running back. Um, by the way, I should have mentioned that as a, a little bit of a developing story. He's getting a lot of reps very early on. I think James Cook is a rookie. Oh, you and He's the reps. Have, but not to say you could you tell from the first practice, but you're right to your point. The first reps. week of August, uh, he's, don't, he's don't getting buy. a lot of reps. But anyway, don't it's buy. great news about Jordan Poyer because this is one of the things that led to me and Joe beefing on Twitter today because – I said the silver lining, if there's going to be an injury to Poyer, and I was thinking in my mind, he's probably going to be gone three to six weeks. That's what I was hopefully, you know, I was being hopeful about that. I said, all right, well, the silver lining is um, the, the the backups are going to start getting, DeMar Hamlin's going to start getting some first team reps now in August before the regular season. And Joe goes, who the fuck is DeMar Hamlin? Yeah. Which led to me pretty much saying, uh, I now I know I podcast. said it in jest and I, I shouldn't be on this podcast ever again. I, for current, and like, everyone for should current, know this. No, current okay. Bills right. talk. You got to know who the hell the, the backup safety. You no, got to know his no. life not, story. Not the, not the sixth rounder. I, I, you know, it's funny because I go, I told you, I challenged you to go and look up the last three six rounders to know who the hell they are. And, and I, I actually looked them up. I did. And I actually knew, try to guess what they are because I looked it up before. I have no idea. Give it to. I actually, Tyler, Tyler Bass, who I know. Isaiah Hodginson, who I've heard about because everyone talks about him as being like he's another camp guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I forgot what the other one was. Well, there's another defensive. Oh, the, the goose, the wild goose guy, the goose island guy, whatever the hell is. I know is. you're talking about the, yeah, the quarter from you, USC. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Look, the sixth and seventh rounders, until they play regularly, they don't exist. I'm sorry. I, I, that's a dick move by they me. They still matter, that. though. They still no, matter. Not, he, they only matter, getting, but, but they only matter. Him getting matter first if team they, reps matters right now. Him getting sure. these first team reps. Can my be whole big. thing, my response to you was more or less like, I never even heard of the guy. Like, I just, I, I, I was like, who's this guy? And like, yeah, I guess that makes me a horrible pundit or whatever the fuck I am. Like, I, I told you that I don't think the casual fan knows who the heck the the second the second the third safety who was a six rounds pick last year who played three percent of the snaps knows who he is. That I was my if, little I argument. Don't, I don't know if that's true or not. I don't want to. I can't sit here and confidently say if we I, I texted one hundred casual Bills fans that they knew who Demar Hamlin is. What? I will say this: this. you are going to be talking about the team. Forget about if you are cat. If you are going to be talking about the team, you should at least know who the backup is. You don't have to know uh, a lot about them. I guess, I guess, whatever. Uh, but, but you know, I'm glad Poyer is not – it doesn't look too serious. A couple of weeks is fine. And Two you, big bullets dodged, dude. Him and Hyde just recently, too. And Hyde's already back to practicing. In fact, he's been in full pads the last two days. I think today you know, he did – Tuesday he did more work. You, this is you big, mentioned, big news. You mentioned the offensive line, and I, I, I'm going to be a hypocrite right here uh, a little bit. Uh, like, if you want to talk about training camp, that is a little bit worrisome because you may want – camaraderie because it is a little bit of a different the, the the bill's offensive line since like 2019 it's been like 35 different yeah you want reps you want like. chemistry with your line that continuity yeah, matters and that, and that and that's the thing because I, I i i it's what it's spencer brown you have on the outside you have uh bates inside then you have this the new guys more saffold and then Deion yeah, Dawkins at left tackle yeah yeah so you they haven't really played collectively together and then you know bates and spencer brown really you know, Bates came on like the last like you know month. They haven't of played last a snap season. together. They haven't played a snap. Yeah, together. the snap yeah, has got so, cracked ribs, and he just signed. He's a free agent, man. Yeah, well, I, I, th- I worry I a little bit about the Bills line. Like even so, you are being hypocrite. Because training well, camp no, don't I, matter. Well, no. If you want me to say like a, <laughs> you want a little bit of that, I, I did say I was going to be a hypocrite. At least again, I'm self aware. I know when I'm a hypocrite, and like I'm a little <laughs> bit of a hypocrite there. But like I know that like. You probably want some continuity because you have new people there. Even though at the end of the day, you're not really running, you're running bullshit at the end of the day. So, but I do the line, the offensive line is something like I, I've been trying to figure out. Like, I still have not assessed like if I'm picking the Bills to like where where do I see the Bills finishing? It's very hard for me to pick against them. Like they could, I, I could if you put a gun to my head and go go gamble on who's going to win the Super Bowl. I'd say the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. I think. You know, which is like crazy for me to say that. I've never really said that before. But like, you know, when you start being positive, like I try to stop myself and go, okay, but what are the weaknesses? Like what what what's standing in their way? Like what are the weaknesses? And to me, on offense, I think the offensive line is still a little bit of a question mark. I think people, I think I hate saying people, but I think they they did very well in December into the playoffs, but that's a very small sample size. Prior to that, the offensive line from September to November last year was a freaking disaster. It was not very good. It was, and that's that is the only thing. Like, if you, again, I try to figure out like what are poke holes at the team. Like, what what do I feel? But but I think that's a big one on the offensive side of the ball is the offensive line because if just, they stay healthy, that's the only question mark I see on this team right now. Yeah, because and, and it's only because I, they haven't played together. And, and you're right, Bates did only start for five games. Um, yeah, Will Spencer Brown. Will Spencer yeah. Brown take a big step up in year two? He was good as a rookie, but he's got to be better now. Now he's the day yeah. one starter at right tackle. You know, he's not a he's not a surprise story. He's not a little pleasant surprise. Now you expect him to be good. Is he going to be good? So, yeah, and 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 it worries me. And and then and then the tight the Stratford. I mean, 
that guy, I mean, he got cut. And sometimes you have to worry about guys who get cut. Like, why is a guy getting cut who's in this, who's like 33, 34? He's a well, yeah, no, but he's still got cut. Like, he's old and he's got, he's yeah. had injuries so, and he's got yeah. cracked ribs right now. Yeah, and that kind of so. worries me a little bit, like in terms of that. That's, like, that's my biggest worry about the offense. The other ones I would say is I have no effing idea if Ken Dorsey's any good. Like, I have none. I don't yeah. think anyone does. The only thing we can put our like uh, our hat on is like he, he, Josh Allen likes him. He's he's coming. He's and he's not exactly a guy who came from like this immaculate coaching tree of knowledge like he didn't learn under bill walsh or anything like that i mean he came from the carolina and you know they it wasn't like they, that was a an offensive juggernaut over there you right. know what i mean so i i kind of worry a little bit like how that's gonna be and i do i do want to say to myself that josh allen is good enough where even if he's gonna make the offensive coordinators look very good you know no matter what but like yeah I that's so. on offense is a little bit of my concerns in terms of that. When is the first preseason game, by the way, so I can make sure I it, mute it. It's a home game. It's next, not not this Saturday. It's uh the following Saturday. I can't remember. Oh, they're playing the Colts at home. They play the Colts at home. They play at Denver at home. They're both Saturday afternoon games. And then they're on the road for their third and last one. It's a Thursday night one. I don't even remember who the hell they're playing. I don't really. Is it care. only three preseason? Is it only three? There's only three pre. Season? Yeah, three preseason oh. games in the and in, in the first two are at home, and they're both on Saturday. Uh, do you think how, how many snaps do you think Josh or how many drives do you think Josh Allen sees? Not many. I think I'm going to say two. Not many. He, if, if he's going to play maybe a quarter and a half in in the second game, I think they played yeah. Denver that week. Maybe. I don't know. These injuries that are going on at camp, you know, Sean McDermott might change his mind about last year. He, I remember they played the Packers at home because my buddy flew from Florida. Who's a, who's a big, big Packers fan or his girlfriend's a big Packers fan anyway. And they wanted to see Aaron Rodgers, who didn't play. I'm like, well, don't worry. You ain't going to see Josh Allen either. And I was yeah. wrong because Josh Allen played plenty. Don't think you're going to see that this time around, though. But anyway, uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, like I said, I'm going to be at camp tomorrow, so I'll definitely have some thoughts when I have Joe on, Joe Yurden, on Friday. A couple things that I did want to get to before we get out of here, not Bill's stuff, but NFL stuff, because like I said, this has been just uh, maybe amongst the most craziest 36 hours or so of bombshell NFL news that I can remember. Deshaun Watson, six games. That's what he ended up getting suspended for when it was all said and done. He's only going to miss the first six games. Um, and they're also, by the way, their schedule at Carolina, the Jets at home, Steelers at home, at Falcons, the Chargers at home, and the Patriots at home. The way his contract is structured, he's only going to lose less than $400,000. The suspension's only going to cost him less than $400,000 of game money no fine um and that is less what he's losing because of the suspension is less than one half of one percent of his five-year 230 million dollar deal if anyone doesn't remember why deshaun watson is a cleveland brown and not an atlanta falcon which is where he wanted to go to it's because the cleveland browns did not give a shit about the legal stuff they wanted this guy on the field, figured he'd probably get anywhere from six to 10-game suspension, and they structured his contract. They did everything possible so that Deshaun Watson couldn't say no. And if you're a conspiracy theorist right now, I usually hate those kinds of people, but you could go point to the NFL schedule looking really easy for the first six games for Cleveland while he gets a six-game suspension. The contract structure, everything. I just, 
if you're a Cleveland Browns diehard fan and you just want to see them win more above all else, I could get why you're cheering this. Outside of that, how can anyone on the face of this earth not be outraged right now? Because this is absolutely fucking sickening. Six games. That's it. Yeah. 400 games basically in lost salary. Yeah. And uh, <sighs> what is it? Like 65 massage therapists? Like, it's like 20 yeah, it, or 24. It, it's I, pretty I can't bad. Say more. I want to say more. I, I'm just, I will say one thing. A lot of times people are accused of stuff and you don't really know if it's true. You assume it is. And if the more people that accuse you, the more likely you think some of it's true. I ain't getting into specifics, get myself in trouble here. Let me just tell you with the utmost extreme confidence that the vast majority of what Deshaun Watson has been accused of is true. I'm just going to say that. No Do you know one of the masseuses? Can you, I like, just, wait? I'm not saying nothing else about anything. I'm just telling you. I'm, the, I'm gonna, I, very I, confident that most, if not all of what has been accused of Deshaun Watson is true. Just a horrible yeah. fucking thing. And he gets six games, which by the way, Joe, and I wanted this. We, I know you think that's disgusting. I don't need your take on that. That's fucking obvious. Let me ask you this though. This is what my beef was on social media a little bit. A lot of people are saying Calvin Ridley got 17 games. He got a full season because he bet on game, like just a couple hundred bucks or whatever it was. He had Atlanta in a parlay. I hate that comparison because first of all, I think Deshaun Watson, I think Deshaun Watson should get a full season, maybe even two seasons. And then he should have to reapply for reinstatement, apply for reinstatement after a year or two, show contrition, do something. I don't know what to kind of make amends, take, classes enroll in something show that you're sorrow and that you're remorseful and then apply for reinstatement that said so i'm not comparing the two but calvin ridley you cannot if you're an athlete you're an active player you can't bet on football games deshaun watson is a black eye a, a shit stain right now on the sport of the nfl players who bet on games if that becomes a thing that you allow and you only get a four game but, slap on the wrist you could bring the whole sport down now you got point shaving you got a cute game rigging, rigging games and stuff like that you cannot have athletes who are playing the sport betting on the sport you just can't do it but he wasn't he playing, really deserve it. He, he wasn't playing though i think He's it's still if, if he league. was playing no i i don't i think a year was a little bit too much i get his what the teammates were playing doing. his teammates were playing yeah, but he was playing. He bet he's got friends them. around, but he's got kids he with college within Alabama. No, I, he's betting against those teams on and parlays. You never know. You can't have gambling look, in the league. I, I think Not players. I, I, I think I think that suspension was a little excessive for the for gambling. He he was out injured. He gambled on his own team. I mean, I it would be. I I think the NFL just w- did want to send a message, and which I'm, you have I'm to. hoping. I don't think. Uh, I guess. Yeah, fine. I'm going to say, let me ask you this about why you bring the whole sport down, Joe. Okay. Yeah, I know. Now, now blue chips, conspiracy can't. people are like, Oh, okay. you're betting on games. This game's fixed. This is the point. Then you start watching Calvin Ridley in the third quarter drops a touchdown pass. And now he's, he's fucking, he did it on purpose. You just, I, you I can't wanna, have that in the sport. Okay. I, I, I hear you on that. But I want to the worst human thing. being. Deshaun's a scumbag. He's a worst human being. He deserves a two years. Let suspension. me, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson quarterback of the buffalo bills nope this all happens hold on this all happens okay what do you do are you gonna still be a fan or are you gonna say after no. this i'm not i'm not, you're done me so you're out. personally yes i'm yes. out yes you would be, I, i'm out you would be comp- how do you think bill's twitter would be do you, you think because because you know a lot of people 
I'm not saying a lot of people. I hate when I say it. It's like, you know, it is kind of gross, like how the fans of the Browns are like cheering him. There's like videos of that. And I'm like, dude, if he was the quarterback here, there would definitely be videos of the Bills fans cheering for him. So I feel like there would be some. Like it would be absolutely it, it would just it would be like such any a, franchise. Any franchise yeah, that fan base any too, franchise. not just Buffalo. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like I, not me though. You're done. You'd be gone. You'd be I'd out. Be You'd be like I'd be gone. I would not root for the Bills. If Deshaun Watson was the Bills quarterback, I want I swear on my on my children, I could swear to you, I would not root for the Bills if Deshaun Watson was on my football team wow, after after you, all man. this. Absolutely. You, man. That said, I understand I, I don't understand, but I know there will be half of a fan base, maybe even more, that will come around. They'll start making up excuses, whatever the reason be. You know, it's bigger than him. It's about my team. This is my lifestyle. You know, I put all my money and my, all these years into rooting for my team. They've never won a Super Bowl. I want a Super Bowl more than anything else. People will reason and find a way to root for that team, just like Cleveland's doing, because they're in the same boat. They ain't won shit. You know what I mean? I could see it. I, I saw videos today of fans hounding him for autographs after practice. He's signing. It makes me sick. It makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah, but I, yeah, thank I, I, yeah, thank God a lot of people, a lot of people yeah, would still would. like him or like the team, not him. Necessarily what if, the team. what if, okay, how about, what if, uh, what if Patrick Kane came to the Sabres? Would you cheer for the Sabres? I mean, he's got, the, I mean, I'm not saying like he's got the sexual assault thing or like that was reported and all that sort of shit. It's been yes, seven years. I, I, I'm not going to be a hypocrite, but yes, I, I would still cheer for the Sabres because I don't think, I don't think his human behavior, as far as I know, is egregious all these women and all these accusations i i don't know is it was fat king convicted i'm, I'm asking a question i'm not even no he wasn't he was he was investigated and then like there was that whole thing that happened for a couple of months and then she dropped the charges mm -hmm. or something and then they um he they civil they he, he settled out like gave her money to kind of go away and then there was like the cab driver thing, like you know, remember that where he was like, yeah, yeah, look, cab driver and all that sort of stuff. And he's made mistakes. And I, I look, I'm not no Pat Kane apologist. I I do believe, generally speaking, humans make mistakes, and they don't necessarily shouldn't be canceled or get a second chance. But in the case of Deshaun Watson, fucking 24 women, and that's just 24 women yeah. that came forward. I guarantee you. In fact, I know that there's been more. Which, by the way, that suspension, he can only have massages through the team now he's got to yeah, go through the team to be able to get him that's just pretty much saying we know you fucking did it man yeah and, and now you got to go through the team but we're still only going to get idiot. You. like i don't want to be i'm going to sound crass when i say this but dude like this this horny idiot like go to freaking vegas you idiot or go to like reno or go to the lundy's lane in canada had to be an addiction weirdo. he's got all the money he's a good looking guy Dumbass. too not like he's an ugly ass yeah. dude you know what i'm saying he's a good look sean watts is a, a pretty good looking dude and he's a star man he's a yeah. star Ugh, I, I don't know. I just it makes me sick that he didn't get a minimum of, of a season. I think he should get a season, and then and then he should have to reapply or apply sure. for reinstatement after after he's shown that he's made a human improvement. Uh, the other big story too, before we get out of here. So the Miami Dolphins today, um, the owner Stephen Ross, he's suspended to October seventeenth, which by the way is one day later than Deshaun Watson got suspended to. Um, he got a one point five million dollar fine. And most importantly for the team, and I'm sure for the fans, especially Miami lost their first round draft pick next year, which is freaking big, man. And they lost their third round pick in 2024. This is for tampering, ruining the integrity of the game. Uh, Tom Brady in December, they, they made overtures about bringing him in and making him even part owner. And also um, Sean Payton, the, the Saints coach before he retired. 
long story short, and I'm not the one who came up with thinking of this. I think Joe DiBiase might have tweeted this. And I'm like, damn, he's right. We're not for Bill Belichick sending that text to Brian Flores, which set off this whole um, set of things that happened. We might be looking at a Miami Dolphin team right now. In fact, we would be looking at a Miami Dolphin team right now that had Sean Payton as their head coach and Tom Brady as their quarterback. That shit is wild to me, man. But yeah, I think I think that could still happen in in a year. Like if Tua isn't good, like let's say he struggles, I could see that they could just could. revisit it and just go, let's try to do this again. I think the whole thing is so is so crazy because it's like first off, like why isn't Tom Brady going to get in trouble? If if he was tampering, like Tom Brady, it's obviously well, they tampered with him allegedly. Allegedly, they yeah. But what's he doing? Is he Tom hanging Brady. up the phone? Like, what if he picks up the phone and he starts talking to him? Like, you're tampering back. You know what I mean? Like, you should get. You know, it's one thing if you if you answer if it's if it's like, hey Tom, it's it's Stephen Ross. Let's talk about your career. You got to go click. I'm sure he's going there. His people are like, yeah, tell us more. So like, he should probably get a little bit of like a slap on the wrist as well. Okay, you, you, it takes two to tango. Sometimes it's two to t- two to do tampering. You know what I mean? So I, I'm just curious a little bit about that. And the other thing, the whole tanking thing, it's like I definitely feel like there are – every sport has teams that want to be bad to get a they high They were tanking. Pick. Huh? They I were. think they were I – yeah. I, I don't think Flores was lying. There's no, wording, no, I, there's I wording do, in the I findings do. that it basically said Ross said – to prioritize the 2020 draft over this year's standings. Basically, that's saying lose the fucking game so we can yeah, get a so better pick next year. And that, but what is he supposed to say? Like, what what are teams supposed to say going forward? Like, tanking, I, I mean, the, tanking. I mean, if the, the league, if the league suspends him for tanking, it looks a lot worse than this. As as bad as tampering is, I think that's part of the reason why they did that. I also think part of the reason but why how many did, teams are doing that though in the past that have said. Hey, we want a, dra- a really high draft position. I don't know. I I'm still, kidding. I still believe in two, like 2010 when like the Bills had the first year of Chan Gailey. I think they wanted to be back because they wanted Cam Newton or whoever. Like I think I don't think they didn't. I think they said that probably behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we get a good draft pick. I, I, I part of me now wonders if like the wording will now be like like these organizations will have to have codes. Like it's like when the when you watch like a, a gangster movie and they say like, oh, I got to make a hit on someone, they use code. Like to like speak like differently, like you know they use a different jargon just to like say that without being incriminated into you tanking. Know, you know what I mean? Like I don't think you're not dumb and naive enough to think that this uh this news breaks literally one day after Deshaun Watson kind of like takes some of the headlines, some of the heat. Oh no, yeah, they, they, away. Like, that ain't I, no damn coincidence. If you think oh, that's no, a coincidence, you don't know this league. You don't know Roger Goodell. This ain't no coincidence. I, I'm sure to, maybe to tomorrow. Tomorrow they'll announce that Apple has uh, has has the NFL package, baby. Tomorrow, <laughs> and then they're just trying to get all these news cycles out to like deflect with Watson. I will say this though about the Browns, really go back to them. They're gonna be if they get everything co- collected, no one gets hurt. They're gonna be really good this year. Like Deshaun Watson, I think. Look, we get <laughs> shit under Deshaun Watson. He's a creep. Whatever. He's a top five. Oh, here we go. I, I want to say this. And he's a top five, six quarterback. He was before he like got jettisoned. He's awesome. Like he's legit, Pat. I well, mean, he, he's going to miss six games. 
Okay, and, but if they go if they go three and three, you you still yeah, got. Yeah, it's not like gonna. I don't think games. it's it's gonna take him a couple of games. Never played a down with the team before. It's gonna take yeah. a handful of games. Well, he I has training. Think, camp. I think this year's. He's got that training game. camp, which is important, allegedly. Uh, I I, I think I think Baltimore, I, Cincy. I don't think so. I think they're I think, a third place team at best. I, well, third place team can still get you in the playoffs. Mm. I don't know. I, I think I, they have a pretty good defense. They got talent. I, I yeah, they got some players. I, I think what held them back last year was your your boy Baker Mayfield. Hey, my boy. I think Baker Mayfield. Oh, I know. I, it's a joke. It's my oh. whenever I, just for the <laughs> record. Whenever I say your boy, I I say that as I know he's not your boy. So <laughs> you know. So anyways, but yeah, I think I don't know. I think I think Cleveland can maybe make a like make a stand. I think they're. They, but I could be wrong. I'm nah, the, 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 they got players. I'm not going to say they, they, they stink. They got some good players, but I think him being gone for six games and him taking at least maybe three or four games to really get in the swing of things. Again, he also didn't play a fucking down last year either because of an injury. Now he's not going to play the first six games. So it's going to be a year and a half before he's played a game. He's not going to step up and be Deshaun Watson that he was in 2019. Let me let, let me ask you this, and I'm this is a hog posh topic podcast, whatever the hell you want to call it. Odell Beckham Jr. He was with Andre Reid, took a photo with him, like I guess over the weekend. Do you think the Bills should go after him? No, they're not going really? to. Really? What makes you think they're not going to go after him? Ed Oliver, Dawson Knox, Jordan Poyer, Tremaine Edmonds. But it's only a one-year deal. It would be like a, it would be, I, I don't think they, oh. I don't think he would get, I, I don't think he would get like a three-year contract. I think at this point in the game, he would get like a one-year prove-it kind of deal. Never and say like, no. All right, never say especially never. Especially ASAP. But, I, yeah, I don't think I wouldn't touch no. him like as of now if it was like a seven year deal. But I think because he got hurt, because he blew up his ACL, he doesn't really have much leverage to get a really fat contract. But I think if he comes in as like an assassin and does really well, then the next year he's a free agent. I would I kick the tires on that. I would I kick it. I don't, I'm not saying again. I, I don't have no inside knowledge. I don't know the organization. I just don't see it. But what would you if you it. if you you don't see it? But why wouldn't you? What, what worries you? Because I think this team's already the best team in the league, and I wouldn't want to mess potentially with chemistry. I don't know. I just feel like this team's set up perfect. I really like McKenzie as a third receiver, and I still like Crowder, who hasn't done anything yet. But and now people, he went from being the third receiver to being wiped off the team already without even because yeah, he was hurt he was hurt before he, he's still getting back and, and he does have an injury history but i like crowder and i do like to some extent shakir uh, the rookie but i don't think much for him this year i don't know i it's just it's i am legal. curious i like this I am, locker room i like i like there's just something about this team this vibe that i really like and i don't think they need odell beckham I mean, he was really good. For, he was good for the Rams last year, dude. He was he was he was, was. going to be the MVP of the Super Bowl. I would say this: if he's not supposed to be ready, I don't think until like November. I think it's kind of when he might be ready. I would kick. The, I would wait and see. Because look, we the Bills. We know what Diggs is. I'm still. Almost there with Gabriel Davis, only because you'll look, be there, you'll be there soon. Trust me. I, 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 yes. You, but right now, at the end of the day, Gabriel Davis had a very nice like three, four game stretch. But like, you know, we don't know about Crowder. I do like Crowder. I, you know, if if let's just say September rolls through, and let's just say those guys just aren't stepping up, and it's just digs the dig show or whatever, and the other guys are kind of like, eh, I would definitely entertain the thought of bringing him in. You need I, weapons, man. Give more weapons. Get, get more weapons, man. I just, I mean, you could, you can't have I don't enough see a scenario. I just don't see a scenario where those guys aren't good unless somebody gets hurt. Now, if somebody gets hurt and Odell's not signed and he's recovered, and let's sure. just say Diggs or, or Davis go down, then, then I, yeah, man, now I'm kicking the tires on Adele sure. Beckham. But as things stand right now, 
There's just something about this team. I don't know. Roster, I just don't think they, they need him. Not that he's not a talented player. I just don't think they need him. I don't know about the, the give me third a defensive slot. back instead. Yeah, I mean the third the defensive backs will we'll see what the heck. That's that's the one weakness. I, I feel that's a weakness on the on the Bills defense. And I and I and I do wonder about the defensive line a little bit because they overhauled it. I don't look, I haven't watched Shaq Lawson in two years. He's been on three different teams. I don't know you how don't, much you he's don't gonna, need to. He's, yeah, I wouldn't even worry too much about him, and I wouldn't worry too much about Jordan Phillips either. Those are name signings that Bills fans are familiar with. I, I think those are bottom of the depth chart players on this team right now. Well, I'm then you got to, on them. Okay. Well, then you have to w w wonder if Boogie Basham and 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 your boy AJ Epinesa is going to be good. You know, questions. I'm not worried about it though. I, I'm just not. I'm not. I'd be I'm a little not, worried. I'd be a, a little, little worried. bit worried about the offensive line. I agreed with you there, but I'm How not would you worried not be about worried the about defense. The defense gave up five billion yards. I think Ed Oliver five another year billion. in the league. Vaughn Miller is going to change a lot of things. Greg Rizzo and Boogie are both uh, have a year more experience. I'm not worried about this. I'm, I'm just not. I'm just not worried about All this right, defense. I do want to listen. Let me. I, I wanted because I wanted to bring this up. Going back to the Dolphins, that of all the stuff that they get the penalties, the first round pick by far is the biggest. You don't ever sure. want to lose a first round pick for nothing. That's what they did. Now, they still do have a first-round pick next year because they got San Francisco's first-round pick. But if Tua is not the answer, let's just say this is a good team, and I think they are a good team, but Tua's just not the guy. They had next year's draft class for quarterbacks is loaded, and they had two first-round picks that they could have packaged to get up pretty high to go get one of their guys, and they lose that asset. That's a big, big, big penalty, man. I don't remember a lot of teams losing uh, first-round picks. which kind of leads up with Tua. To the last point that I wanted to make, and sorry, Bills fans, because I know a lot of people ain't gonna like hearing this, but I don't like the way Bills fans are just shitting all over this guy, letting him off after two years. And I get it. Dolphins fans are shitting on Josh Allen, saying he's not as good as Mahomes or Rodgers. He's overrated. Yeah, that's rivalry talk between fans. I get it, but man, it, it, I get. Let's give two a year with McDaniel's or head coach and Tyreek Hill. And Jalen Waddle and Gasecki to throw the football to and better running backs. Before you go labeling them a scrub and you know, just belittling this guy to start a training camp and t-shirt. You know, it looks great when Josh Allen throws a touchdown pass and McKenzie in, in training camp practice, but when Tua connects on a 55-yard pass to Tyreek Hill and shorts, you know, it, it's bash city. Uh I think Tua is a better quarterback than than people give him credit for. I think he will be at least anyway. He ain't Josh Allen, he ain't Mahomes, he ain't Aaron Rodgers. But he ain't Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield either, I don't think. Well, the, the, the jury's still out. That, I think, is the bottom line. And I, I'll just say this. when before he got Bills hurt, fans? Well, yeah. I, well, I'm trying to like, – <laughs> look, I think people on, on the Bills Twitterverse, there are people who know how to get clicks and how to get retweets. And it's like shitting on the – shitting on the Dolphins, shitting on the Patriots. Like that's a – you do that, you're going to get a lot of RTs and likes and like Maybe ridiculous – yeah, and like you know, all, all that sort of nonsense. It always happens. But objectively speaking, the jury is still out. Tua, before he got hurt, was like no ifs, ands, or buts. He was supposed to be the number one quarterback coming out out of college. Okay, until he got hurt, and I feel like he, the Dolphins, have a stacked team for him. They got a new offense in there, and I, I think I feel a little bit bad. Not bad, but that's a long word. But like. He's been behind the eight ball because like they've had he's had two different offensive coordinators. They did the whole thing with Fitz where he was in, he was out, and then like all this sort of weird shit that was happening. They and I think right good. now, what coaching was wasn't guided like Flores. Oh yeah, the coaching coach. 
Yeah, yeah. Like it, it, he's hasn't he's been behind the eight ball. Like it, you know it. So I I feel like what you see on Bill's Twitter is you just see a lot of people who are in the content game and they want to get the likes and the retweets and and shitting on to uh if I could make a list one day you know what we're gonna do one day I'm we're gonna we're gonna we won't do it so what the hell am I saying this for we're gonna put together a list of like the top thirty things you can tweet on Bill's Twitter that will get you a ultimate RTs and that in the top fifteen twenty is definitely throwing shade at Tua and the Dolphins. Last, point, last point about okay. Tua before we go burying him. Who are the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now? You probably would say, and not any necessarily specific order, but you would say Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Aaron Rodgers. Well, it's different now this year for Green Bay. But anyway, what's the common theme? Aaron Rodgers is thrown to Devontae Adams, one of the best receivers, maybe the best receiver in the NFL the last couple of years. Josh Allen is Stephon Diggs. Patrick Mahomes has had Tyree Kill. Now, too, has got Tyreek Hill. He's got that elite number one receiver who the yeah. Bills, by the way, are scared shitless of. I'm going to tell you that right now. Tyreek Hill has scorched the Bills twice over the last couple of years, and they changed their whole game plan around him because they don't want to get burned. So, they, so they're very cautious and passive when it comes to defending Tyreek Hill. Just so, think again, about just, just, just think give about him this. a chance. Hmm. Yeah, and also think about what you just said Hill got there. Like, what was Josh Allen year two when he was throwing the Cole Beasley and John Brown? He's kind of mediocre. He was there. He gets a number one wide receiver in Stephon Giggs. He goes yeah, to another level. Josh Allen is more don't, talented. He flashed yes, way more. I, 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 point I, is, I know what you're saying, but I don't the point like the is comparison. You get, what do you mean you don't like the comparison? I, I, I don't like the comparison of if you're comparing Josh Allen to Tua. I think that's crazy. No, no. I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying that if you get that number one wide receiver, it's going to help you out. It yeah, does. absolutely. Like, sure, it sure. helped. It digs, Josh Allen getting digs helped him. If Josh Allen didn't get digs, and they came through with the wide receiving core of John Brown and Cole Beasley and Gabriel Davis. I don't think Josh Allen is going to be a 39 touchdown passer. I look, I'll say it. he's not going to be shit, but I, I don't think he's going to be as good as he is there because Diggs is a Diggs is a top five wide receiver. I agree about that with any quarterback. If you take sure, away Kelsey any quarterback, Tyreek Hill, Mahomes is in who he is. I, I get what you're saying, and you're right yeah. too. It, it's a, but, I remember when Josh Allen got his big contract, I remember saying this was an organizational victory because it wasn't just Josh Allen. It was the staff that built a good team around him. It was the coaches, a lot of stuff that uh, that put it all together. Anyway, all right, I got to get out of here today. Before, I, I do want to ask you one thing. So I know how much you love training camp. I am going to camp tomorrow. Anything you want me to look for? Anything you want me to cover specifically for you? Uh, ask people about the show The Bear. Since you buried it to me, because you, you're two episodes in and you don't like the show already, you and know I'm just going to assume you don't. I'm going to assume you don't watch. Oh, he he cut the music I cut off. I cut the cutoff music because I forgot up. about this. I'm so fired up about fucking Demar Hamlin and shit from earlier today fighting with you over him and, and you and Bree tag teaming me and shit like that. I completely forgot about this. I do again. I consider you a friend. I consider you a friend of me. We, we we laugh a lot. I we think talk I'm a getting fired as, as a TV critic we, by Pat. Argue a lot. Your show recommendation recommendations for me personally are among the worst fucking things that I've ever had in my life. Ever. Okay. Ever. Ever. That's, ever. Ever. Okay. They're I've terrible. only, reco I've only recommended recommend three, three. Three shows. Three. Thrones. Right, Game of so, Thrones. All right. Let's start okay. with this bear. The bear so far, which in fairness, there's eight episodes. I've watched two and a half so far. I want to. Shoot, I'd rather shoot myself. Why do you hate it? Why do you want to shoot yourself? Because it's boring. You know? it's, it's not, well, it's not supposed to be funny, but like, it is kind of funny. It's funny. Yeah, the characters are good. It it's shot yeah. well. You see, maybe I'll turn, maybe, maybe I'll turn them two and a half in there. Stranger Things, in fairness, it's not my genre, so I'm biased against it. It's tolerable. 
That's the best I'll say. But about everyone that. has liked it. So you can't just if I had recommended to you like something that no one has recommended to you and then you're like, this sucked. I mean, everyone would say to you, how many people before I got to you said like, oh, watch Stranger Things, like a bunch of people. Hmm. Right. I'm not the first person. To well, say I'm blaming to you. you. I thought it was tolerable at best. And but again, in fairness, the sci fi fantasy stuff isn't my thing for the most part. But then succession. I think in the everyone last, loves succession. One of the I don't. Loves it. Last everyone loves it. I'm putting the, I'm the putting the go out music again. Succession the is the most overrated show oh of the last God. ten or twenty years. It is an absolute complete shit show. It sucks. There's I think you don't. I think you have like one eye on the TV and the other eyes on Twitter. And then thirty minutes into the show, you're like, "What's happening? I missed everything because I'm watching." I'm watching Joe yell at me on Twitter, and then you say, I hate this show. That's what Have, I think goes on in your head. You need to watch simplistic stuff. Like, you, you want to watch Saved by the Bell, because it's an easy show to follow while you're on the toilet, you know, and you're, it's in the other room. That's what you want. Maybe you everyone, should watch Everyone follow Joe on to, Twitter. Do you want me to recommend you cartoons, maybe? Tom and Unless, Jerry's pretty easy to follow. Every, he's not letting me talk anymore. Everyone give Joe a follow on Twitter, at Buffalo Wins. Unless no, don't follow me. Cover, unless you're a cover one, follows. unless you're a cover one fan. Then don't hey, if cover one wants to unblock me, I'll unblock them back, and we'll, we can I can like you judge block their videos. People who block you too. I actually no. think that's funny. Yeah, I, I do. Like, I, I just you get your receipt, pal. <laughs> All right, guys, I'll be back. Joe Yurding, Casual Friday. Talk to you soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that seventy-five percent of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.